Welcome to the 18th episode of Indian Markets with KR. This one's a weekly special. Unfortunately, I won't be able to dig deeper this week uh, purely because of technological challenges. Uh, my PC died on me, so I, I won't really be able to give as in-depth of an analysis as I would have liked to, but I've still tried. So without further ado, let's get into it. Coming to the news, um, this week we saw, rather this weekend we saw the finance minister's third press conference. It focused mainly on export and uh, housing. So they're going to conduct, you know, shopping festivals also. They're going to have some really big changes for export-oriented businesses and, of course, housing and uh, housing uh, businesses, real estate. So we should see those companies doing well, ideally, if this is a good move in their eyes. Uh, so that's going to quite possibly influence the market in this coming week. I would have loved to discuss some patterns of these companies, you know, housing, real estate companies or some export-oriented companies. But unfortunately, I just can't purely because of the technological issues that I explained earlier. So that's that. Uh, coming to Nifty, though, uh, it opened below 11,000, closed above 11,000, well above 11,000 at 11,075.90, up 93.10 points. So definitely not a not a bad day for Nifty, huh? Coming to the 10-minute uh, chart of Nifty. Interestingly, there was a little gap, uh, you know, not, not the massive gaps that we've been seeing. Uh, so the little gap was there. It, it got filled pretty quickly, though, after pivot point resistance at 11,009. And after some uh, 20 MA resistance shortly after, it took support uh, from 200 MA, the big daddy, not too far off i'll help you guys with the price levels right now if i can just manage to make the chart work it's still loading it's still loading it's 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 almost like you know it's it's a torture basically anyway so yeah 200 ma big daddy support of course and a bit of uh, s1 support also not too far off from s1 at 10950 uh, 20 MA resistance at 10,990 or so, uh, which is also, which also happens to be a pretty important level, right? And we did see a turning back from 10,993 or so. So after that, you know, it took, it just, it just rode along after 200 MA support and it, it went like a bat out of hell basically. And it stopped after R1 right around, uh, right around the previous day is high, so it, it, there was just no stopping the index at all after, well, after around 1.30 p.m. So that's what we saw. And while it did seem like, you know, a pretty random move, you know, dare I say random, the thing is, if you if you'd have looked at the option prices, you would have noticed that even though uh, the, the spot and the underlying were going down, um, you know, the option prices were still remaining pretty stable. So that that's definitely something uh, which is interesting. 
Even more so because on Fridays, we've typically seen option premiums just eroding away and decaying away. So that that was definitely something new and something out of the ordinary. Quite possibly, it should have been a very good indicator to, um, you know, just give you a heads up that, hey, I don't know, I might just jump up 75 points randomly. So... That was also pretty interesting. Not 75 points, more than 100 points actually. Now that I actually look at the chart. Um, coming to the daily analysis though, I'd mentioned that the previous day's high is definitely going to be a resistance. And well, it was definitely going to be purely because we've seen the previous candles, um, the levels of the previous candles being acting as resistances. So at around 11,085 or so, we saw some resistance from that. You know, it wasn't necessary that it would have turned back. It could have just beaten that resistance, but it would have slowed down during that time. So, but, but it just did not have quite possibly enough. And if we look at the RSI, it was already well above 70. It was 81. So it just did not have, you know, the capacity to carry itself so high RSI. We've seen it turn around, uh, you know, well before it hits 80 even. So that was the resistance for uh, Nifty. Interestingly, though, 8MA support is evident on the daily chart and the 820 crossover is already done. So it's a pretty positive sign overall. 50 RSI has also been breached on the daily chart. And Nifty seems to be climbing well. Uh, the next hurdle looks at about 11,106 or so. And this is because there's been a change of polarity there before. If we look at the doji. And we've also seen a 200 MA, 50 MA crossover happening. So that's another event. Well, I mean, what that signifies completely depends on your reading. Uh, to me, it's purely uh, me. It purely means that you know the fifty, uh, the, the previous fifty days have been pretty low performing compared to the previous two hundred days. So, and and that's in line with what we've been seeing for the past few uh, weeks or maybe even months. We've been seeing a very very rough performance by Nifty, and it, the in, the indices in general. So. That's that. Coming to the weekly chart, we see 50 MA resistance quite clearly, but considering that last week was a hammer, we might just see it breach this 50 MA uh, limit. We might even see a gap up opening if that's true though. And the thing is, the 50 MA resistance has been so strong at around 11,100, 11,150 levels. That it's been giving resistances, uh, resistance for more than a month almost. And, you know, it's, the index has completely consolidated as a result at that, you know, level. And when we've seen consolidations, we've also seen breakouts. So that is the basis of my, you know, uh, analysis of why it might just go up. Uh, you know, that combined with the chart pattern. Coming to the day's losers and gainers, we've got BPCL and IOCL gaining like crazy. And if I if I can just pull up the percentages, 6.34% for BPCL, 
4.58% up for IOC and those are really really great numbers and it's 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 interesting because they're they're almost twins and they are going to be the same company after you know not the same company but after IOC buys BPCL the acquisition thing that's happening so that one one may think that that's the reason why they you know just shot up but if you look at the charts it's pretty evident that uh, we've got support zones on both uh, on the both on both the charts on daily as well as weekly so that's definitely one of the reasons why it shot up on friday another gainer was titan up 3.43% and we can see that it's a clear uh, price line support as well as 200 ma support but if you want to look at the news based aspects of it they they've all they've also raised uh, 900 crore in cps commercial papers or rather they're looking to raise 900 crores via cps so that that could be one of the driving factors possibly they're looking at expansion plans and whatnot another gainer for the day was gale 2.78 percent and again it's in the support zone but it's got 50 ma resistance so not sure if gale will be able to uh, maintain this uh, this momentum and continue going up the next gainer for the day was ICICI Bank, 2.66% up, 200MA support like crazy. And of course, if you if you remember in the last or in the last last podcast, I had mentioned that they're taking over a 2,000 crore or so highway debt. So that may also have been that may also have been a positive news for the investors that hey, more business, more interest income so higher stock prices so that could have been a reason also coming to the losers of the day eyeball housing finance leading the chart 1.59 percent down interestingly though very few losers very few losers on friday you know even if you sit and count you'll see barely any uh if i can i literally count it if my tech allows me to that is We've got one, two, three, four, five, six or so losers with two flat closes almost. So Eibel Housing Finance leading the pack and it's purely because of previous close resistance on the charts. But it could have also been because they were downgraded by Crystal. So, you know, depending on which side of uh, which side of the argument you'd prefer, that's that. Airtel. Again, resistance on the charts. Interestingly, there's support at 334, so around 9 points below. And it might just increase, it might just, you know, touch and kiss that support and then go up because they're planning to raise $2 billion for expansions. That's definitely a good news. And as we've discussed in the past, Airtel is leading the pack of the competitors against geo and they're they're doing great for broadband plans as well so it's definitely a good uh stock if it can just you know not be bad compared to idea and vodafone because it's literally the biggest competitor there is against geo so those are some important reasons why airtel's minus 1.29% friday result may not really be a big concern 
the next negative the next top loser was dr reddy and the chart pattern just you know it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty obvious when you look at the chart pattern purely because of you know the doji and all of it. give you the exact things if i can just open it here yeah if if you look at it you see a doji and it it closed it it opened above the doji so so it was a gap up and then it fell down and but it's got it's got uh, it's got 8 ma support so that's a good thing the issue i'm facing here is that all the colors of my moving averages have changed completely so it's pretty difficult because so uh, this is just some bonus info for you guys not even info trivia rather that my my 200 ma uh, line is gray in color and my 50 ma line is blue in color and they've switched now so it's super it's super you know almost it 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 bamboozles me of sorts to just see all of those random colors now instead of the ones that i'm used to seeing but that's a good thing it switches things up a bit it keeps me on my toes and you know that's that's a great thing what will be your challenge though is tomorrow seeing how all of this new how all of these new colors uh you know come into picture as i am trading but moving on with the top loser list we've got another pharma company sun pharma down minus 1 uh, down 1.16% because of 200 ma resistance it's pretty bad if i can just pull up the chart again it is taking excruciatingly long to load the chart but yes it's got 200 ma resistance uh it's also got which one is this it's also got 50 ma support and you know the the 8 and 20 ma's are just sandwiched right now so there's another pretty interesting thing it's got a gap open uh at 440 or so so it it definitely has to fill that gap sometime I'm just not sure when a lot of it also depends on the news based uh, you know the news based events that happen in pharma overall as an industry it's said that pharma is expected to grow uh at 20% if i'm not wrong 20% is the cagr that pharma is expected to grow by 2030 and that's definitely a good thing so overall pharma not bad sun pharma and doctor ready look look like pretty interesting picks i would definitely not put my money on either of those right now purely because no trend has been established yet sun pharma is at its resistance zone was at its resistance zone rather but it's got 8 ma support so i would not really want to uh, you know get into it purely because of the 8 ma support and yeah that's about it for this one uh, apologies that this one couldn't be as in depth as i'd have liked it to be but again my hands were tied uh, at the mercy of <laughs> at the mercy of technology right anyway thanks for tuning in see you in the next one